This is 101 with A-Ray. Real life, real stories, real people. Let's get it. Hey guys, this is Brittany Beats. And I just want to thank you guys for tuning in and let you guys know that every single track you hear on this show was made by yours truly. Hope you guys enjoy. Take it away, A-Ray. Hey, yo, welcome back to 101 with A-Ray, real life, real stories, real people. We're going to get right into it, man. It, oh, actually, before we get into it, I need you guys to, if you haven't done it yet, please like and subscribe, leave a review, share with some people, especially this episode. It's going to be a high episode. I got, man, I got Jay from the block. What up, Jay? <laughs> hey there, how's it going? Man, it's going good, man. It's going good. It's good, like great figure eight. They broke on straight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> good, <laughs> good. Glad to yeah. hear that for a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it's just Tuesday. Ah, oh, man, you said that, man. It's it feels like it's been it's it should be Friday right now. Yes. <laughs> it's been a long, long week. So uh, first and foremost, thank you so much for coming on the show and uh giving some of your time today i appreciate that most definitely most definitely how are you doing you doing good yeah i'm doing well just cranking away i think it's like you said it feels like a friday i've been working all all week so far right yeah 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 most definitely man so uh all right jenny before we actually we're gonna i know we're gonna talk a, a little bit about what you do but like um what you like, you know, you do a lot of different things though. And we're only going to, what we're talking about one of those things kind of sort of, and I guess they all kind of would blend in together. Um, so what's your, out of all the jobs you have, what would you say is your favorite one? Oh, that's tough. Um, well, so do you want me to introduce myself real quick and what I do or just say yeah. what my jobs are? Yeah, okay. I, yeah, there you go. There you okay. go. Do that. Yeah, so yeah. if, uh, my name is Jenny Cole. I'm a multi-passionate creative and I have a background in photography and design. I currently do graphic design, book design, card deck design, but also um, I would say what brings me the most um, enjoyment is being a self-care and personal development coach. So I'm a certified life coach and yeah. I work with kind of like stuck creatives that are feeling like far away from themselves and they want to kind of go through the process of self self exploration and come back to themselves. Awesome. That is, man, wow. That's, that's good stuff, man. So you stay busy. You stay oh yes. Super yes. Busy. So, um, because you stay so busy, how often do you get to like, you know, cause you're your own boss. So how often do you get to like, say like, Hey, I'm out for the week. Oh, um, honestly more often than I should, but, oh, okay. um, actually, I'm actually That's leaving tomorrow for a short trip. So, gotcha. um, I basically just have to make sure that I'm on top of all my deadlines and client due dates. And generally the first thing to go for me is keeping up with my social media content plan. Um, gotcha. so 
I just try to make sure everything, um, internally is good, good and gracious with everybody. And then, um, I go away and I get re-inspired basically to come back to work more. That's what's up Uh, on the, on the, you know, on the, uh, along those same lines, I can't talk good today for some reason. Um, vacations, what would you say would be your dream vacation? Ooh. So honestly, I've been really into uh, Scotland lately. So I would love to rent a car, drive around Scotland, stay at some B&Bs and just kind of be a local there for a bit. Um, I have, I have traveled a lot. So this has been on my mind lately. Obviously I can't go anywhere just now, but um, keep seeing Scotland come up. Got you. That, oh, that's awesome. I, okay. So you said you travel a lot. Um, what's your, what has been your favorite spot? Oh, that's hard. Um, I went to Bali last year before, uh, the pandemic started. So that was probably top 10. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was amazing. It had mountains, it had beach, uh, and just culture. And otherwise I love Switzerland, Iceland, I love, I lived in Rome for study abroad in Italy. So I've been able to travel a lot, but, um, anywhere that has a good mix of nature and culture and I'm not a big city person, but I still like to go and check it out and then go into the woods. (laughs) Right. Okay. Got you. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So I know, you know, you like to be outside and stuff, but when you are inside and you do have some downtime to watch a movie, what would you say? Uh, your all-time favorite movie is or would it be? So you know how hard that question is to answer. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think, but it sounds silly, but the movie Hot Rod with Andy Samberg and mm. some of the like SNL people, that yeah, one yeah. is probably the one that I could put on any time and laugh and enjoy it. But it's not like, you know, it's not the most intellectual film at all. But um, I would it say that one... Though. Yeah. Or the wedding singer is another good one that I just love to, you know, put in the background and enjoy yeah. that. Now that's the one with uh, Adam Sandler's in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. All right. So, you know, this is a question I love asking all the guests, what would you say, um, are top, what are your top three books that you think or feel that, uh, everyone should, you know, either read or, have on their bookshelf. So the first one would be the four agreements. And I feel like this is recommended a lot. I don't know. Have you read that one? Oh, you are? I just started reading it. I'm at the place where, um, the mom told the little girl that her voice was ugly and how, um, how words are like black magic when we use them Mm -hmm. in the negative sense. I was like, wow. Impeccable. Yeah. Like yes. impeccable. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, be impeccable with your word. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that one I'll probably read at least once a year and just remind myself of the good things in it. Gotcha. Um something I read recently was called Burnout by Emily and Amelia Nagoski. And it was all about um basically reminding your nervous system that you're safe and that we mm-hmm. live in a con if we have stress or anxiety, we have to make sure that we bring ourselves down to safety. And you do that through a lot of um embodiment practices like giving yourself a hug or breathing. Um 
you know, peacefully and safely because we can't always think our way out of a stressful situation. So, um, I really, uh, some, like I have anxiety, so it really helped me think about, um, just how to kind of deal with that because I'm not being chased by a lion every day, but that's how our bodies are kind of designed to to feel that way. So I, I would recommend that to anyone that might have struggled with burnout. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, and you asked for three books. Um, honestly, another, I love science fiction too. So, um, dark matter by Blake Crouch. I devoured that last year and, uh, I really like his sci-fi writing and, um, I I read a couple by them, so they kind of blend together. But if you like sci-fi and some weird, um, just (laughs) universe stuff, I would check that out too. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) So we got the four agreements, burnout and dark matter. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. I'm going to have to check out dark matter. And burnout. Oh, yeah. I, I, I haven't read burnout either. Yeah. So I'm going to have to check those out for sure, for sure. All right. So, hey, this is it. This is it, man. Let's get right into it. Let's get deeper into it, rather. Um, so, you did kind of say, uh, you know, at the beginning of the show, you talked about uh, some of the stuff you do. Uh, so, just once again, what do you do as a coach? And um, if you don't mind going over that again, and what led you to, uh, to this field. Okay. Yeah. So first off, I started anytime creative as my business about six or seven years ago. I was like, this is my business idea. And at first it was to help kind of creative people find the best resources. Like, um, when I would travel, I would feel like I had to have all my supplies with me, but then the mindset shift was like, Oh, I could just bring a journal and a pen and have a good time still and, and feel expressive. So, um, my idea behind it was not to be some sort of like, you know, teaching you how to illustrate or draw, like that's not my specialty, but just trying to teach you how to get into the flow with your creativity, because I do believe it's like a life, life force inside of us. So it started as a simple idea. And, um, I guess about three years ago, I went on a road trip and I was alone for about two months driving across the U.S. I I was visiting people along the way and I was starting to get burnt out, as as the book would say. And um, what I realized was that I was really just surviving and not putting myself first into the self-care mindset Mm. of thriving. And since that moment, I was like, okay, now self-care really is the really key point of my day. And that when I was traveling, I was like, Oh, I brought, I brought my camera. I got some journals and notebooks and books. And I literally would just go to sleep in my tent and watch like Netflix and in my, on my phone. So I really, I was not like taking care of myself. There's nothing wrong with Netflix, but I was not taking care of myself in this like kind of expressive way because I was dealing with a lot of things. So when I got back, I actually moved into my own apartment for the first time, had my own space and really just settled into the routine of kind of living my own way. And then I kind of fell into a coaching program that was like, oh, that's the missing piece for what I want to talk about. So since I was having struggling with creativity and self-care, I kind of was like, oh, this is my light bulb moment was like, I want to be a self-care coach because really it's at the core of our lives is to take care of ourselves first so that we can help others. 
and having um, kind of that mentality around self-care and the creative part kind of comes second, but it's still very important to me. So that's sort of the path that led me here. And now um, I really try to put bite-sized self-care into my day, whether it's a five-minute break here and there, kind of in getting in tune with my body. There's so much you can do, but right. just, kn- just knowing that it's not just one day a week, I'm going to take a bath. Like it's more, it's an everyday, every hour process. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love what you said. Um, you know, that if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care or help, or help anyone else. And I think that's so important because a lot of times we try to uh, uh, pour from an empty cup, you know? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So man, just, Anybody out there that's that's listening, remember you you cannot take care of anyone else if you're not taking care of yourself. So yes. you are a priority. You know what I'm saying? I know that's not a you know uh that's not a a big thing to say or the right thing to say, probably in the Christian community sometimes, but even uh, you know, not to preach, that's a whole different show. But even Jesus kind of withdrew and prayed and handled business with the father before he went back out there. You know, he lost his cousin, John the Baptist. He comes, you know, he goes away. He deals with that. Then he goes and does something else, but he, he, he took some time, did some self-care and got back on the grind. So yeah, I loved how you said that. I, I love that. I love that. So Jenny, what would you say to someone who is on the fence about working with you? All right. Good question. So essentially working with a coach is an investment, but not only financially, but for time. And my goal with working with someone is that, so they don't need me basically. Like Mm. I, I want you to have the accountability that you need. And that's sort of the process I work through is dealing with, um, you know, daily check-ins, weekly check-ins, however that works for you. And, knowing that you might spend a couple months with me, like I have one program I'm working on that's three months long so that you might take a couple hours a month with me specifically on the calls. But then the rest of the time you're building up the the routines and the practices for yourself so that you are going on your own and remembering this kind of self-care mindset day to day. And that um, it might be an investment now, but in the future, you will have all these tools and resources and accountability through that time. And basically, um, what, you know, what could you achieve if you really felt better, if you were performing better, if you didn't feel burnt out, if you had solid boundaries with your friends and family and kids, Mm. whoever, and, and then, you know, I, it depends on what you do in your life too. Like I do work with people that work nine to five or they're, they run their own business. But at the end of the day, it's like, you still have to take care of yourself. And if you are a people pleaser, then that is really hard to undo. And I have a lot of um, certain modalities that we can work through to really dig deeper and get past that ego part of yourself and go to to the subconscious that's telling you um, it's really running the show. So we want to kind of bring that up a little bit and start actually, you know, practicing what we want to instead of pretending that we're going to do it one day. Right. Right. Wow. Okay. Hey, listen, if you, if you've been on the fence that right there, uh, that, that should eliminate all the links right there. I'm like, yo, I'm about to give you a call after the show, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'd love that. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but okay. So 
who ha or who has been or yeah who has been some you know self uh care gurus that have influenced you so i don't think i have like one specific person Got that you. practices self care per se but i feel like i've had a lot of creative influences like um uh this author austin cleon wrote steal like an artist and okay. He also wrote, um, show your work and keep going. So he has this mm. little trilogy about kind of art and creativity yeah, yeah. and he, you know, is my definition of like this artist person. So I just think through that it, it, it sparked me a little bit. I was like, okay, like sharing my work, I'm doing the art. And then, um, with the self care, um, I've actually had there was this one woman who had a course about it and I took it from her and I was like, Oh, I didn't realize that you could really break it down into some modalities and create the sacred space and, and do all the kind of step-by-step -step processes with it. So gotcha. that was really, really helpful. And yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm inspired by some of my friends who tell me no or set boundaries or, have their space for them. And then I'm like, Oh, okay. Like it's inspiring me to do that myself because I do deserve that. And we all deserve that. Right, right. So yeah, like I haven't really thought about this question, but, um, I, I get inspired by people that are creating a lot, but then also by actually setting the space for themselves too. like, um, Austin Cleon, I think he has a weekly blog, but one of it was like, he had a space for his like analog work. Like he would be using paper and, you know, pencil scissors on one area. Right, right, and right, then right. he had his like digital area for his desk. And it's kind of like two different thought processes. So, right. um, so in that way to me, I'm like, okay, like how can I, um, have those separations? I can't do it very easily in a small apartment, but, um, I also think of it as I have like an iPod touch and that is just for music and meditations. And it's not really like a social media device or anything. Right. And I literally bought it just to keep it separate. So, um, I would say like, I just like finding little tools and tricks that work for me. And then, right, right. um, I do get inspired by reading, you know, just going on Pinterest and, you know, there's so many self-care like blogs and quotes and everything too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pinterest, man. I love Pinterest, man. For real. Mm -hmm. I know. Hey, listen, <laughs> all, all, all you dudes out there, they, oh, that Pinterest is for women. No, it's not, bro. You ain't been on Pinterest no. if you think it's just for women. But uh, yeah, man. Oh, this is this is good stuff. This is good stuff. I'm getting hyped. Uh, so uh, you, you kind of talked about this uh, a little bit earlier, but uh, how would you describe your self-care practices? sporadic but Got you. Okay. um i would say intentional mm -hmm. so um i kind of have this like little self-care mindset um step that's like three-step thing that i'll do it's like i'll feel into my body and okay. then i'll say what do i need right now and mm. i've also created like five areas of self-care that really help me like divide down even further what i might need so they are revitalize, uh, nourish, express, connect, and reflect. So based on these five areas, I could be like, oh, I really need to like get moving. I'm going to get revitalized. I'm going to go for a walk. Or I really want to get nourished. I'll drink a cup of tea or express. I'll paint something or write something. And connect might be using um, 
you know, using your words to write a letter or connecting with a friend. And I believe that's self-care too. So gotcha. the last one is reflect, which can tie it all together. So right. with this self-care mindset, it's like a feel into your body, B kind of figure out what area you might want and then C is to do the thing. So, the thing, um, yeah that has kind of helped me feel from I'm overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. And then it helps me break it down into like bite-sized pieces basically. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So, um, in, in, you know, in this, in, in business, in life, there's always the possibility of rejection, especially, you know, like I know as a, as a life coach, there have been times where I'm like, Oh, I could, I really want to work with this guy. I mm-hmm. really would love to work with this person and it just doesn't happen, you know, and, and you feel that, that rejection. So how do you handle um, rejection when it, it, especially if it's someone, you know, that can really benefit. I mean, everybody could benefit from this, but like somebody, you know, that's just like going through it and you're like, yo girl, just, you just need to work with me. I got you. Um, but how do you handle that rejection? So, I don't want to ever put something on someone else like that's going through inside of me. So it's like, if they don't want to work with me or be with me in some capacity, be friends or date, whatever. And, you know, I'm in a committed relationship now, but back in the day in college, you know, I would maybe go on a date and it didn't work out. And I'd be like, well, I don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with me basically. So that mindset is, you know, it's self you know, it's like indulgent, but it's also like, Oh, like it's true though. You want to be with the right energy. So if something's not really vibing, then I kind of just try to frame it as that it still might sting a little bit. Um, but I also (laughs) keep myself busy enough that it's not like I'm always hanging on a thread. If some, you know, something doesn't go through, like I'll obviously have disappointment, but, um, I also would say, I just try to allow myself to feel it and not ignore it or say, Oh, it's, it's okay. It's okay. You know, it might not be okay. And you are, um, valuing those emotions in the whole spectrum rather than suppressing it, which I'm struggling with, like my whole life is not expressing myself. So I would just say now I'm like, okay, got to feel through it. Maybe Mm -hmm. let's go for a walk, think, think about it and then reflect on it and move on. But don't, try to, you know, spin it any other way and just like, let it be what it is basically. And then, you know, maybe the next door that opens up is a much better opportunity for you. And you wouldn't have had the time if you were going down a path with some, somebody or something that wasn't the right energy. Right. I I love that. I love that because you, you don't, because so, so many times we, we ignore and we kind of like, Oh, you know, we had that saying it is what it is. And I think that is, the most unhealthiest thing sometimes having that it is what it is, uh, you know, mindset or attitude towards stuff, especially mm-hmm. like rejection. Um, but, but it's so important that, you know, you, you allow yourself to feel that and deal with that and uh, handle it and instead of like, you know, suppressing it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, as, you know, as a creative, you know, stuff like that, you, you start suppressing stuff like that. It can also affect your creativity. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. Um, have you ever a random question here? I'm sorry, <laughs> but have you ever have you ever experienced that where like, oh man, I didn't let go of this particular thing or situation, and now I can't even I can't even do my job right, man? Because you know, and if so, uh, how did you 
how did you let that go? I felt that a lot um, when I worked for an agency or like somebody else, like I would take it a lot internally um, and it would start to affect me at night and, and like out of the work hours. And I don't think I have any real good advice for any of this. And like I said, you know, it's okay to feel it and it's okay yeah. to express your That's frustration. Yeah. yeah. But there's definitely been many, many times where I've been, I think mainly if I get called out for, like not doing my job properly. And in my head, I was like, but I was doing the best that I could, like, you know, right. we're always doing our best. Right. So it's really just a projection from somebody else's thoughts about it. And there might've been a miscommunication. So again, it's like not always your fault, but you can see where um, you can communicate through it. And I can't think of any great examples right now, but it does, it does hurt when you feel like you did something that was your best and then you realize that someone else didn't think that. Um, and then it does push you to work a little harder, but otherwise um, letting go is a process. I would recommend the reflection piece for that. And you could literally write a letter and burn it or, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. never mail it to somebody or something like that. But that kind of expression might not um, be harmful because you're just letting it go into somewhere else that's not your head or your heart. Right, right. Yes, good stuff, good stuff. So, you know, I, I be on social media, man. I be creeping on everybody, man. I, I do that. And one of the things I noticed was these cards you have, man. Yeah. And I, I don't want to, they're not just cards because, you know, that, that's disrespectful. That, you know, I don't want to just say they're cards, <laughs> but they are self-care adventure cards. Yes. So break that down. What is that? What, I, did, and did you come up with, like, this is something you came up with, right? Yes, yes. This is oh, all like, from my wow. brain space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, break this down. Yeah, you got to talk about this. All okay. right. I'm ready so, this. short story long is that I, I love to-do lists. I love checking things off the list. But self-care was not the kind of thing that needed, like, a list. Like, I just didn't feel like that was um, in alignment with having a work to-do list and a self-care to-do list, a home checklist. So I started to break down like all these little activities of self-care and putting, putting them on their own cards, basically. And then if I did them, I would flip the card over and be done. So it all started with like individual cards, just said one thing. And then on the back was like a affirmation mantra. <laughs> and okay. so that was my idea at first. And then I realized I kind of needed to combine some of the cards and make like a little, um, just themed cards. So I have a couple that are like, you know, go the distance, which could mean go for a walk, go for a run, go for a swim. But the core of the card says go the distance. That could mean something else too. It could mean, you know, stretching yourself into a new, you know, area of life or a hobby. Right. Yeah, yeah. So the cards kind of expanded into these, self-care thought pieces that are that, that are divided into the five areas of self-care. So okay. as I mentioned before, we have um, revitalize, nourish, express, connect, and reflect. And they're all color-coded. They have a little icon for each. So if you wow. pull one, you could literally pull one at random or you could pull one that you have like look through the cards and you're like, okay, I'm going to do the this one today. And but like I said, they're not just cards. So they have um, 
a wood block, a little block that you can put the card in. And it says like, I am enough on the, on the front of the block so that you could put that on your desk. Yeah. And remind yourself. And I didn't stop there. I got included in the box is a little card cloth. So it's all, it's all like adventure themed. There's like a topographic map on like a card cloth that you could, you know, you could use it as a place to lay down the cards. A lot of tarot readers do that, or you right. could kind of wrap the cards up in the, in the cloth to take it on an adventure. So, right, right. cause the box could be a little bulky. And then I also have five bookmarks that could go in your journal So I didn't create a a separate journal for this yet, but when I was doing the Kickstarter, I forgot to mention, I I did a Kickstarter to get the funding for the boxes that I added uh, the bookmarks as a stretch goal, which meant that everyone got bookmarks in the box and they're each in the five areas of self-care and that you can like reflect on those at the end of the day and you don't have to have like a totally separate journal for it. So all that in one little box with a guidebook explaining it. It's definitely like a little self-care experience. Wow. And you, and you created all of this. Did you have like a team you worked with or is this just like, yo, I'm at the house. I'm about to do this right now by myself. No help. So I, firstly, my boyfriend helped me write a lot of the prompts. He was the one that helped me break it down into more of these like, you know, themed cards. And then from there I was like, okay, I really want to make this legit. Like, how am I going to get these printed? And I'm talking with tons of printers and they, my vision is so big, but I I can't do it myself. So luckily I had a connection with this team called product refinery that helps you come from your product and (laughs) refine it, but also help you with the Kickstarter, the production of the cards. And then they'll also help you ship it too, if you'd like. So this like all in one company to help me. And I was sold because I needed someone to kind of help me get this to be more of like just an idea that I had to that, you know, I could see it on the shelf at Barnes and Noble one day, like that kind of thing. So So I, I stuck with it and they helped me make a Kickstarter and it was fully funded in 24 hours last August or last August. Yeah. About a year from today. And you only done it a year, the cards. Yeah. These have only been out, uh, less than a year. So, so we did the Kickstarter in August and they were, um, it's about a month long campaign. If you've ever done a Kickstarter, it's basically gives people time to kind of get in on the ground floor at better prices. They're part of the team. They're growing it with me. And then, um, from, from there it took a couple of months to produce. And then early January, I had shipped them all out to the backers and then now they're just available like for sale on my website. So it's been about nine months of having them in the market and, you know, my goal is just really to get them into anyone's hands that feel like they just need that extra inspiration for self-care and to start thinking about it in a different way. And yeah, they're just really fun to use. Right. Awesome. Awesome. So they're, they're, they're available on your website. Yes. Right? Okay, cool. And, and what's your, uh, give us your website again. I know you did it earlier. Yeah. So it's just anytimecreative.com. And my Instagram is just at anytime creative. Gotcha. Gotcha. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to put that in the show notes. So man, go. So like, let me just be clear here. They, uh, somebody doesn't actually have to uh, like work with you as far as coaching to, to buy the cards. Right. Oh yeah. They're available to anybody. So right, okay. I, f- 
I've had them, um, like I've sold them to just anyone that wants them, but also I've had some other coaches approach me and want to give them as client gifts as well. So that's been a nice way to have them gifted to people or, uh, I've wholesaled it to a couple different companies. So there's all sorts of options, but that is probably the cheapest way you can work with me one-on-one and then, um, like that. And then I'm going to be building some more resources around the deck as well. Got you, got you. And the journal, I, I don't know why I'm stuck on this, but the journal, you haven't actually made or designed a journal yet, or you have? No, no, I, I haven't. It's just an idea right now. So I want to create more self-care products to accompany, accompany this deck. I have many ideas. It's just a matter of, um, you know, taking the time to do it. And you. you also don't want to make something sometimes for the world without talking about it with a bunch of people first and seeing if it's something that they would use or, you know, how they really use any specific type of product to help their self-care. So it's a, it's a lot of research, but it's, it's really fun to connect with people that way as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, man, this is awesome. This is awesome. Well, Hey, Jenny, thank you so much. Thank you. On the show and, and just opening, you know, my mind, you know, I'm like, yo, self-care is bigger than what I thought it was. You know what I mean? Uh, A lot of time I think self-care, I like, you know, I think Netflix is noodles, you know what I mean? So, but it's deeper than that. So, hey, you yeah. do you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right, you're right, you're right. Uh, but once again, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to put um, Jenny's information uh, in the show notes. Check her out. If you're looking for a coach to work with, tell you, like, hey, yo, I know Jenny a little bit. We actually work for a publishing company together. And, uh, she don't play no games, man. She she the real deal, Holyfield. So check her out. Definitely, I, I think I may go give me some of them cards myself. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, that's so awesome, Jenny. Thank you so much once again for coming on the show. For real, oh, for thank you again, and thank you everyone for listening. And you can always find me and let me know uh, any self care questions that you might have. Facts, facts. Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen. This has been another episode of one-on-one with A-Ray, real life, real stories, real people. Once again, make sure you share, subscribe, leave a review, tell your aunties, your uncles, your mama, your baby mama, tell all these people, man, because it's the kid, man. We here, we in the top 10% now on Listen Notes, so you know the vibes. And Jenny, thank you once again. We out. Thank you.